Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Adam Teicher of ESPN.com has a great piece up about St. Louis's football coach, 86-year-old Dick Vermeil, who now is working in the wine industry. We knew that, but Adam has a great profile of DV in the wine industry and joins us now on the Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN. Adam Teicher, thanks for your time this morning. How are you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Everything's great. I want to start with this because, and Dick will, he's told you this, he's told the Chiefs teams that you covered this, he he tells everybody he loves him, but it's hard to not love Dick Vermeil, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. He's such a an open guy and, and so willing to give and, uh, you know, it, it was funny, I, I did this story and it just sort of dawned on me, I didn't really think of it in these terms, but he, he, he spread his love of wine to his players, at least with the Chiefs, you know, he, you have so many guys with the Chiefs who played for Dick Vermeil who were somehow involved with wine in one way or another, whether they make it or whether they collect it or, or whether they sell it. So it's uh, it, it, he's kind of um, uh, sort of um, uh, kind of shared that part of his life with uh, with his players, and a number of them have sort of gone into that uh, that business as well. And it's so interesting, Adam, and you pointed this out in the story, that there's a lot of celebrities, a lot of athletes that lend their name to an alcoholic product. Dick is that rare person that is really boots on the ground with the product. Yeah, he is. You know, he doesn't. He he lives in uh, Pennsylvania full time, so it's not like he uh, um, spends all of his time working the wine business. But he tells me he does something pretty much every day, um, even from Pennsylvania that involves the wine business. Um, you know, he he uh, travels a lot, it's selling wine, speaking to people about wine, and, uh, you know, that's all part of the deal um, when you're in that business. So, yeah, he's not just lending his name. I mean, he, he's out there. I was out there last fall in the heart during harvest season. He was out there driving a tractor uh, uh, to collect the grapes. So he was out lending a hand even at 86 years old. So uh, just amazing, really. Adam, obviously the Chiefs coming off of another Super Bowl victory and uh, offseason has had some changes. Eric Bieniemy is no longer there. What will they miss most? I know a lot of people don't assume that he's the play caller, but what will the Chiefs miss most without Eric Bieniemy on that staff? Yeah, you know, he, he's a, an attention to detail kind of guy. I mean, he lets nothing slide. And, uh, you know, I've seen him get after players on the practice field for the seemingly the smallest of things. But, uh, you know, these things can uh, cost the team a game at some point. So uh, always on guys, always uh, after them to, to do things the way they're supposed to be done. And, uh you know, theoretically, the Chiefs can replace that quality, but uh, will they? You know, w- will there be that attention to detail that's been sort of the, uh, the 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 hallmark of the Chiefs offensively since he's been there? So, uh, 
Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but it's going to be inter- going to be interesting. Adam, real quick, just going back to Dick Vermeil and his wine. Did you get to taste the wine? I saw that he has a cab coming out. What is your review of his wine? Yeah, yeah, he makes some good wine. I mean, no doubt about it. Uh, his um, his uh, Cabernet, his uh, Zinfandel stands up nice to a steak. So, uh, yeah, he, he makes some great wine, and uh, no, no doubt about it. Uh, that was uh, part of the fun of, of going out there for sure. Second question for you, Kadarius Tony. you have an article about him. The Chiefs are really counting on him to have a big season, which you point out in his article. Why do you think that he will have a big season and their next number one wide receiver? Well, the Chiefs have liked him uh, going back some years. I mean, they, um, they wanted to pick him in the draft um, when the year he was coming out a couple of years ago, and uh, they didn't have a first-round draft pick that year and then couldn't maneuver their way back in to get him. But they've sort of been stalking him ever since. They, mm-hmm. they tried to trade for him last offseason back in the spring last year. Um, the Giants wouldn't let him go, and uh, so the Chiefs sort of, uh, you know, they, they, they were patient on it. And at the trading deadline, we're finally able to get something done. So they, they, you know, they, they've had this belief in Kadarius Toney that he could be a big-time NFL player for a while now. Now, I don't know. I mean, I, hey, they, they certainly uh, have been right about these things before, but he's had a history of injuries. He's had both of his seasons in the NFL interrupted by injuries, and you just wonder whether he can stay healthy for 17 games or anything close to 17 games, and if he can't, it's hard to see how he can be a, a number one wide receiver. So, but but the Chiefs, uh, you know, do, forget about what they say. Just judging them by their actions. I mean, they they didn't go and they, they drafted Rasheed Rice, a wide receiver out of SMU, in the second round. But in terms of bringing in a veteran um, to to uh, be their number one guy, uh, hey, it could still happen as long as DeAndre Hopkins is still out there. But uh, the Chiefs have really made uh, no effort to this point to uh, to get involved there and uh I'd, I'd be surprised at this point if they did and and that just shows me the uh the faith they have in Kadarius Tony. Adam some of the big news coming out of Chiefs camp the last couple of weeks is the uh Chris Jones not being at the start of minicamp and missing the ring ceremony what are the details of his contract and what is he looking for uh, in order to to stay a Kansas City Chief? Yeah, he's headed into the last year of his deal um, that, that pays him $20 million annually. And you know, that I think he's, what, eighth, I think, among defensive tackles behind uh, uh, Aaron Donald and, and, and others uh, in terms of um, you know, what he's being paid annually. And he wants to be somewhere – he wants to be second. I mean, I, I think uh, – I don't know if the Chiefs would give him Aaron Donald money, but they would certainly uh, going to have to make him the second-highest paid – defensive tackles. So, um, you know, they've got some work to do there. And, um, you know, he, uh, um, you know, he, but he does have a contract. So, um, you know, the, the, the rules prohibit or they don't prohibit, but they make holdouts a lot more difficult than they used to be. So maybe he shows up for camp and does a hold in. I, I don't know, but um, um, it's going to be interesting to watch. I thought it was interesting, Adam, when and you covered when Mahomes signed this monster contract, but he said he wanted to leave some cap money available specifically for the Chiefs to sign Chris Jones. Do you think Mahomes will do that again? Do you think he'll leave cap money out there so that they can keep this team rolling? Yeah, um, he, he uh, you know, that was the same year Mahomes signed his extension and uh, – uh, Chris Jones uh, re-signed uh, a month or two later. So uh, 
you know, that, that was the timing of it then. Um, you know, I, I don't uh, – the Chiefs have done what they can do with Mahomes' contract in terms of restructuring. Um, you know, they turned some uh, salary into bonus money to sort of uh, buy themselves a little bit of um, – cap room this year but they've, they've done what they can do with Mahomes and uh, you know his contract is going to be an issue here pretty soon too uh, you know he, he's been he's what the fifth sixth seventh highest paid quarterback now after um, and he's going to fall farther down the list once Joe Burrow and uh, uh, Justin or uh, Justin Herbert get done so uh you know, he's, you know, the Chiefs are in a bind a little bit, but, um, you know, they, they've got some things they can do for, to take care of Chris Jones. It's just a matter of will, how, how far are they willing to go. And it's interesting to note with the Chiefs that they, um, you know, they, they had their price and they weren't willing to meet the price of some of their other premier free agents over the last few years. You know, you're looking at guys like Tyreek Hill and, Orlando Brown and Tyron Matthew, the Chiefs, um, those guys got to a point and the Chiefs said, no, we're not doing this. And uh, so they traded Hill and they let the other two guys go as free agents. You know, they did re-sign Mahomes on what is widely considered to be a a team-friendly deal. They did re-sign Travis Kelsey on what is widely considered to be a team-friendly deal. So uh, um, the Chiefs have a a point with everybody. But the, the interesting thing with Chris Jones is that, they met his price last time around. I think that's a guy they would be willing to do that with. He means that much to the Chiefs. So uh, so I, I do think that uh, something will get done with him probably, if not before camp starts, then in the early days of camp. Hey, Adam, one more thing. Obviously, I mentioned at the outset that Dick Vermeil is St. Louis's football coach because he won a Super Bowl here, and nobody else will ever win another one. Obviously, Andy Reid is Kansas City's football coach because of the Super Bowls he's won there. But how is DV remembered in Kansas City? Oh, I think a lot of people loved how entertaining that football was. I mean, whether the Chiefs won or lost during the Vermeil years, it was always – you always got your money's worth. You know, you never left the stadium feeling like, wow, um, um, I, I paid for this. I paid good money for this. So I, I think a lot of people remember him for that. I mean, they you know, they were always a half a team when he was here, of course. Mm-hmm. Couldn't play a lick of defense, and uh, and that's, that's in the end what got him. But uh, certainly fun offensively. So a lot of people uh, have fond memories of him. He uh, – came back for a little ceremony to, to um, acknowledge him getting in the Hall of Fame. Uh, last summer, he, he came back during um, the, one of the, at one of the home games at Arrowhead and got a nice uh, uh, round of applause. So, yeah, he, he's uh, maybe not quite as what he is in, in St. Louis just because he didn't win a title with the uh, Chiefs, but, but certainly remembered well. The article is entitled Inside Hall of Fame Coach Dick Vermeil's Second Act at ESPN.com. Adam Teicher wrote it and joins us here on 101 ESPN. Adam, thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it, and I'm sure as the season unfolds, we will reconvene. Thank you. Hey, anytime. Take care. Adam Teicher, ESPN. He's great. He's covered the Chiefs forever and does just a magnificent job of covering that football team.